Welcome to Inspire on the Go. This season, we are featuring stories of transformation. Each person has a story, and we want to celebrate what God is doing in the lives of others. As you listen to today's episode, I encourage you to think about your story. How is God working in your life? I promise you, He is on the move. Grab your cup of coffee and enjoy this episode of Inspire on the Go. Hey, sweet friends, it's Andrea. I hope that your day is off to a great start. I am loving this series on stories of transformation. When you think about it, God has entrusted to us a story, and I am so thankful that our story is in his story, his unfolding story of love and mercy and grace and redemption. And so as you hear these stories, I trust that they're inspiring you uh, to not only think about your story, but so much more to think about God, how he sees you, he loves you, he knows you, how he is making a way. And so I have a very sweet friend on the podcast today. I'm excited for you to meet her. Uh, Beverly Newborn, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Glad to be here. Beverly, I remember the first time I heard about you and then the first time that we talked on the phone um, just uh, throughout the state of Arkansas. Beverly's name is well-known and well-loved. You and your husband now serve. Your husband serves at the Arkansas Baptist State Convention. I'll let you tell us a little bit about that. But I was looking for somebody to serve on the Minister's Wives team, and so many people said, you need to talk to Beverly Newborn. And so I remember calling you uh, that very first time, and I think you were sitting in a parking lot, and I was uh, sitting on my back porch, and we had the best conversation and immediately just kindred spirits. And so it is exciting to have you on the podcast. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. And you're a school teacher. So, hey, aren't you excited that we just made it through spring break and summer is like it is on the way. It is nine more weeks when we're (laughs) counting. (laughs) I love that. I'm so excited for you. Okay, well, let's just jump right in. Our our listeners, they want to know about you. They want to know about your story. So tell us a little bit about you and your family. Okay. well, I am a wife. I am a mother of two. Uh, My husband and I will be celebrating 19 years of marriage in June. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Again, currently I am a school teacher and my husband and I, we used to be, we were former church planners uh, back in our uh, hometown of Forest City. We were church planners for about seven years and uh, it was a great opportunity. We made a lot of good um, friendships, Uh, was able to service that community. And um, it was a great, great time. Um, But then my husband got the opportunity to actually be full time with the association. And so we transitioned out of that position. And so now he helps other churches plant churches. And he's on the church planting team at the Arkansas Baptist State Convention. That is correct. And so many of you may uh, know or have met Chanson and that is Beverly's husband. All right. So where, where's home now? Home now is in Maumelle. Okay. Oh, yeah. And how about that transition from uh, your former, you know, city to this one? It was it was a big transition uh, moving from home back to um, Maumere area. Um, I'm thankful for the opportunity that God gave us in making those relationships back home. Um, It was a big opportunity uh, for us to move back this way. It also was a challenge for our children 
but I'm thankful that we were able to do it together as a family because it just showed our children um, how good God is and how things change, but God is still in control and he always sees us through every challenge. And so my kids were able to see that up close and personal. Amen to that. Tell us your um, their, their ages and where they're in school. Okay. My oldest is 15 and he's at Maumel High School. And my second one is Jalen, and she is in uh, Pine Forest Elementary, and she's 10. So you moved during those, like, those years where they knew what was happening. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, yes. I know those, those lessons and those opportunities for faith, you know, they're not just for us, they're also for our children. Yes, yes. I, I think it, it built their faith in a lot of areas with the transition. All right, well, take us back to the beginning. Take us back to when you met Jesus. Uh, share your salvation story with us. Okay. Well, I come from a two-parent Christian home, and um, we were already, always in church. But it wasn't until I turned 16 that I really realized um, the impact and how much I needed Christ. So even though I was in church, church was not in me. And so I came to a point where I just realized that there was a void. And so I needed more of what I saw other people experiencing instead of me just watching it. Um, and so I was at the age of 16 when I gave my, my uh, heart to Christ. And so I'm thankful for it because I think it helped me to avoid a lot of the pitfalls that young people make. And so um, I'm grateful, you know, for just that opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. And so were you baptized after that, involved in Church ministry, yes. youth ministry, what, what were your passions early in life? Um, I've, I've always been serving um, at our church. Um, my father was a Sunday school teacher. And so um, I also was a Sunday school teacher for the youth and sang in the choir, praise team. So anything that there was a need, I was there serving. That's yeah. just who I am. So, And I think, you know, when you grow up in the church and when you have that, you know, stable Christian foundation, you mm -hmm. do understand the the need and the opportunity to serve yeah. and are able yeah. to step in there. And so that's that's when we're just so thankful, you know, for those opportunities to see it played out in our, our parents' life and then to yeah. walk in that for our life as well. All right. Well, talk about a challenging season in your life and how God brought you through that. Okay, a challenging season. I think the challenging season um, was when we made the transition. Um, I really wasn't sure how the children were going to respond. You know, they'd already made friendships and, you know, they had a routine established and it was a hard time, but um, we made it through it. Um, I just, I just believe God was going to see us through it and he did. And it made my children uh, stronger in their faith, um, made our family closer together because we were able to walk it together as a family. Mm -hmm. And whenever you think back about maybe some of the challenges that they faced, can you remember maybe some of the things that they articulated to you or some of the things maybe you articulated to them when you say you walked through that together? What were some of those burdens or cares that you not only shared with one another, but helped to carry? Well, like with my son, um, he's kind of shy and bashful. And so putting him in a new environment was like, uh, it was just just not good, you know, from his perspective. And so we were just trying to show him that, you know what, there are changes in life. And so you have to be, you know, able to just deal with challenges and changes. And so just to see him grow and develop, and even my daughter, 
and they were able to make new friends and they're settled now. They're grateful for everything that we've experienced together as a family, even the ministry part and everything. And so it just have helped develop their faith. What was it like transitioning from a church planter and church planting family to now more of a member in a church um, where you're serving, but maybe not in that lead, that more leadership role? Was that a big transition for you as a pastor's wife and as the first lady? Well, um, I've always been serving in church. And so, you know, it's like second nature for me. And so I understand the importance of it, you know, from uh, being a church planner's wife. And so um, I just always tried to get in there where I see a need and make sure that I'm serving. My kids were, you know, they've served in the church as well. And so they understand the importance of serving as well in the church. That's good. So really the mindset was service the entire time. Yes. Either place. And so that, yeah. that's, they that's know the deep. importance of it. Yeah. 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 And so I think that's, that's a really that's a paradigm shift maybe sometimes for us when we think no matter what leadership position or capacity we're fulfilling, as long as we have that servant's heart, there's yes. going to be a place for us to plug in. Yes. And absolutely. Jesus is that he's the perfect example for us in that. Absolutely. Well, that's absolutely. so, that's so good. So what are some things now that you're doing in your local church setting? Or are you traveling uh, with chance and some, what does church look like now? Well, we, we do travel uh, quite often. Uh, we try to stay together as a family unit. And so we go and support him, you know, wherever, you know, God has opened up the door for him to actually, um, you know, preach. So um, we do, we just go together as a family. And that's something I want our listeners to know about because, you know, we have so many families who are leading and serving not only in the local churches across the state of Arkansas, but also from the state convention and associational level where you're going in um, as a pastor and doing pulpit supply or trainings yeah. or worship leading or any number of, of ways to come alongside of a church. And that not only impacts that pastor, but also that pastor's family. And so I'm seeing more and more uh, families doing that together. And I think that's a, a theme that I'm hearing in your heart and in your story is that we want to make sure that wherever God is and however he's working, that we're, we're moving together as a family. And so I think that's, Absolutely. that's going to, that's going to be so helpful for your children as they look back and see yes. the consistency of the family unit. Yes. Absolutely. So good. So good. Okay. So this one, this next question may go right along with that. Um, but we, we want to hear about a specific time when God called you to step out in faith and how did he prepare you for that step? Um, a specific time is when we actually planted the church because we were already established in Little Rock. And so from going from there to someplace, not really knowing how things were going to work, um, you know, our finances changed, everything changed. And so it was a work and it was a challenge, but God always provided every step of the way, even though we had less, but we were able to do more. And so, again, there was a testimony to our children, you know, to see us, you know, give up everything that we had and move someplace that was smaller, that didn't have all the opportunities. And so it was a testimony to them. And, you know, it just showed God's faithfulness, you know, for those seven years that we committed to it. Amen. Amen to that. And somebody who might be listening right now, they may be on the verge of stepping out in faith. Uh, and they could be weighing those questions of, you know, this may not really make sense, but I know it's what God is calling me to do. Beverly, you are someone who has spoken truth into my life so many times, and I'm going to talk about that in just a few minutes. But 
what would you share with those individuals who are literally on the edge of that faith step? I would say, make sure that you're spending that quality time with God. It's not always good to share all of those details with everybody because you're going to have some people who are naysayers and it's going to make you revert back. And so that actually happened with us. And so we had to cut off some people and not discuss it and just believe that this is what God wanted us to do. And he was faithful every step of the way he was faithful. Mm. Beverly, you are a woman of wisdom um, and you have spoken truth into my life more times than you probably even realize. I remember a time when we were actually here in Conway and there was a church planters gathering at the local park. And mm -hmm. I, yeah. you probably didn't know it, but I was just kind of in a low point. You know, I had, I had made so many commitments. It was before, I think it was before COVID. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. And so I had made, I was just stretched so thin and I set yeah. up my chair right next to you and we just started talking and I, I don't know how the conversation came up, but I think I, I just asked a question along the lines of, you know, how do you balance all of this? And <laughs> I mean, what came out was just wisdom from the Lord about having boundaries and about yeah. You know, being sometimes, you know, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but what I processed was it's okay to say no sometimes. It is. It yeah, to protect is. Your, your walk with God and to protect yes. your family. And so yes. share just a little bit about that comes from, that, that's part of your story. That comes from a deep place yes. within you. Do you mind sharing just a little bit of that with us? Because we, I know there's some people out there listening who are like me, who are easily tempted to overcommit. And as we go back into what may be somewhat more of a normal paced life, we need to we need to pace ourselves in a sense. Yes, it's easy to, especially as wives and mothers, um, it's easy to just overcommit. And so I had to learn that the hard way. And um, it came to a point where I couldn't do anything because I was sick. And so I had to learn that, you know what, it's okay to say no, it's okay to take care of me, because there's always going to be a need for somebody else but if I'm no good to myself, I can't be any good to anybody else. And so sometimes you have to learn to say no, and it's okay. And sometimes people will try to guilt you into, you know, doing it, but no is no. And so sometimes that's the best thing that you can do, the best gift you can give to yourself. And then you are able, and this is what I took from our conversation, you're able to be in the places where God calls you to be, to do, yes. to be there, to fully be present to minister out of the overflow of your relationship with him and to it to be a joy that doesn't mean that there aren't challenging times but you know when it moves from a joy to it feels like an obligation we need to hit the reset button and absolutely so i wanted to touch on that with you because whether you realized it or not that was just really wise advice and i heeded that and then god just sped that along with covid where everything shut down yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and i'm coming back into um this is just a personal testimony. I'm coming back into this busier paced life, but I did not forget what you shared with me. So thank you. Thank You're you. Welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. So a couple more questions. One, we want to know how God's working in your life right now. You know, what, what do you see him doing in the, in the present everyday aspects of your life? Okay. Well, right now, uh, again, like my husband travels and so we do travel with him. Um, we have been on some long-term assignments, and so we serve wherever he where he is. That's where we actually serve. Um, 
I also make sure that um, my family, my children, we have our family devotion time, you know, especially with COVID, you know, when we weren't really traveling and doing a whole lot at that time. But I made sure that, you know, as a wife and as a mother, your first priority is the home. And so I made sure that we still had those devotional times together at, at home. And then when things started to open back up, that's when we start actually serving again in the local churches. That's great. That's great. And how, how does it, what does it look like to be in the classroom uh, as a, as a believer? What are some, you know, ways that God's working and moving, you know, what do you see him doing uh, in maybe your classroom setting or what are some things that we as maybe like for me, I'm a parent, but I'm not in the classroom every single day. What should we be praying about? How can we be supporting uh, teachers and just our, our kids in school? Wow, that's that's a loaded question. There's so much, there's so so many needs of our children. There's so many responsibilities that a lot of children shouldn't have on their shoulders, but they do. And so, you know, just praying for teachers for wisdom and for guidance, you know, on even how to um, do her lessons, you know, to help those students. Because sometimes it's not always about the curriculum, but it's about that student and what they need at that particular moment. And so I always try to have an open mind and, um, you know, just kind of be there for the students because sometimes they just need to get it off their chest. And so I'll allow them to do that, um, you know, just to kind of help them to get through, you know, their particular day. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, I know being present with them in that moment because they may not, they may not be in a home where somebody's present in that moment with them. And just to know that the love of Christ flows through, Yes, um, I know that you are a light and um, I'm so thankful for that. We mm -hmm. have realized, um, I think through the last couple of years, how much we need to value our teachers and our medical professionals and, yes. you know, all of these, these individuals who make our society really run, you know, yes. and so yes. thank you. Thank you so much for, for that, for that service. It's, it is yes. a, it is a calling, you know, it I is. have no doubt that it yes. is. All right. Well, last question. Um, tell us what inspires you in your home, in your faith, um, just in general. What is it that just inspires you, encourages you in your daily walk? What encourages me um, is my family and being a light to family and friends. Um, it's such a dark world. And, you know, sometimes it's hard to see that there is a brighter side. And so one of my things is to try to be a light to all of those that I come in contact with, because sometimes your smile is the only smile that person will ever see. Yes. And so if they can see that something is different about me, then that will give us the conversation so I can share with you what makes my smile different than everybody else's. That's right. That's so good. You know, and that takes us back to relationships, yes. you know, relationship with God, relationship with others. Yes. Uh, when, you know, when we boil everything down, uh, yes. that that's what we find that vertical relationship with God, that horizontal relationship with others. And so yes. Beverly, thank you for being light and being love and just for your leadership in the state. As I mentioned earlier, you serve on the minister's wives team and, um, you. you know, bring so much clarity and direction as we're planning and as we're serving our minister's wives. And so we're just so grateful for you, um, you. and so thankful for the fact that you are present um, in 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 the in the everyday aspects of life with your family uh, in 
your church, in your school, um, and then across our state. And so we, we just celebrate God's work in and through you. And we say, thank you. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for joining us on this episode of Inspire on the Go. As always, uh, we would love for you to share about Inspire on the Go with your family and friends. Absolutely. This is a place where um, everybody's welcome. And we want to make sure that you are encouraged and that you know that God sees you, that he loves you, and that he has a plan for your life. So be sure and come back next week and enjoy more Inspire on the Go. Thanks for listening. I hope today's episode helps you embrace the full, free, abundant life that God provides. Don't forget to follow, like, and subscribe to Inspire on the Go. If you would like more encouragement to help you grow in your faith, visit my website at andrealennonministry.org. Come back next time and enjoy another episode of Inspire on the Go. Thank you.